welcome to another episode of Preview Review. You can't be laughing already. Why? You can't. This is the fan podcast. The <laughs> guest can't talk until I introduce the guest. Okay, to be a surprise. Yeah, it has to be a surprise. So be quiet. Hello, Hello welcome, welcome to another episode, episode of Preview, Preview Review. Review. On today's episode, episode, we are recording, recording in quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, yeah, Ryan isn't with me today, uh, because we are both quarantined separately because of coronavirus, and... Coronavirus. <laughs> it sucks, but I get to be here with my second favorite person, to Ryan. <laughs> my lovely girlfriend, Veronica. Excuse me. I'm just kidding. You know I'm kidding. Should I say, my favorite person, but my second favorite podcast co-host? Well, you don't know that yet. I don't. This is my first time trying this out, so we'll see how it goes. I could turn to be your favorite. Um, yeah, Veronica, here is my guest, uh, my co-host for t- the first portion of today's episode. Then, uh, we'll cover the first half of the episode, and then we'll throw it over to Ryan and his special guest to cover their part of the episode. Is that a surprise, or can we... It is a surprise. It is? Well, his guest is a hundred times more good-looking than me, mm. ten times more funnier mm-hmm. than me, and twenty percent more grammar. Yes. <laughs> So, we're just going to get things started. Veronica, tell me a little bit about your experience with movies. What are movies that you love? What are movie trailers you love? What aspirations do you have Ooh, to be a so part of the questions. trailer community? Help my memory. I, I'll start out with one of those first ones, which is the type of mu- movies I like. Okay. Which are, I'd say, older movies. Mm-hmm. Vintage, if you will. Yeah, so you're talking like 80s, 70s movies? No. no, no like no, 60s no. movies? No, 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 no. Like 50s movies? Yeah. Oh, you were gone with the wind typo. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone with the wind typo. I love me a classic Aubrey Hepburn, Marilyn mm. Monroe. So good. Wow. What, which is your favorite old movie? That's a hard question. Okay. I think Bad Seed, though. That's a good one. What is that? It's like a movie about a little girl... And she, like, it's just not... She's a bad seed. And she ends up, like, killing people. What the fuck? Yeah. You made that movie in the 50s? I don't know if she actually killed... She definitely burned down a house. Wow. Well, you have to watch it. It's really good. I do have to watch it. That sounds thrilling. <laughs> it's a thriller. I thought everything was just, like, tap dancing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's most of yeah, okay. <laughs> like, she burns down the house and then she does the tap routine. She's like, like, yeah. Running away from the house. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Lots lots of clicking. Well, Veronica, since you've never been on preview review before, lots of clicking and racism. Oh no, and sexism. <laughs> since you've never been on the show before, and we might have some first-time listeners. Who knows? People get bored during quarantine. Maybe they're listening to some underdog indie podcast. You know, like <laughs> that's this review. one. Um, that's for sure. Preview review is a show where we discuss movie trailers, um, the importance of previews, and the way that they frame us up, get us excited for a movie, tell us a little bit about what that movie's going to be about gets us excited, maybe a little bit nervous for some aspects of the film. So we're using the trailer as a means by which to understand the film as a whole. Um, we don't want to talk about the movies after they come out because that's not what we're talking about. So forget Why? every movie you've ever seen that's already come out oh. and focus only on the future. <laughs> we don't live in the past. We understand. This, <laughs> this is a very forward-thinking podcast. In a literal sense. And to be honest... The future looks so uncertain right now for the movie industry. We've talked about last episode about all 
all the delays that are happening and you know oh, yeah. shootings getting postponed and releases are getting postponed and we're like how are we going to do this podcast when the future of film is uncertain well there probably is a lot of online trailers and stuff now yes That's luckily helpful. we have a few saviors of films that say we were never going to do good in the theaters anyways so we're just going to put ourselves on digital i wish cats did that yeah, well, <laughs> we can't go back. You know, we can't Sorry, look in the past. Forward looking, forward looking. Always looking to the future. So, <laughs> however long I have to wait for A Quiet Place 2 and Mulan oh, and I want to see Black Mulan Widow, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I was going to go see it. It's not like I was super excited for it. But. That's rude. I thought it looked good. I mean, like, it should have been made a long time ago. It's okay. weird that it's coming out it's after It's weird Endgame. that it's coming out now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We are turning our attention to one of the latest releases. Latest and greatest. That's getting pivoted to digital. And that is Thank on May God. 15th, the release of Scoob! And you have to say it like that because it has the exclamation mark at the end. So you, you can't like just say Scoob, you have to say Scoob! 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 Why didn't they put Zoinks? Is Why didn't they, they call say? it Zoinks? Maybe Zoinks is the sequel. <laughs> okay. And then Jinkies. It's the trilogy. <laughs> Jinkies, Is there catchphrases? Jinkies part one and part two. They got, the third movie always gets split up into two. <laughs> my glasses. Where are my glasses? She's the best character. Oh, well, we'll get to that. She's not the... I dis- okay, I disagree with myself. Wow, a first time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time. Do you want to talk about our favorite characters from Scooby-Doo? Yeah, who's your favorite character from Scooby-Doo? Daphne. Hmm, Why? If you've seen the live action movie, she's the most badass character. Yeah, who's that? Sarah Michelle Gellar? Yeah. Is it Buffy? She just knows karate. So yeah, she's great in the live action ones. <laughs> Cartoon, yeah. Oh, live action, so good. Live That's what They're all, like, all the characters are elevated in the live action version, I think. Like, Sexy Velma and her latex orange. Yes! <laughs> she, like, squeaks. She's like, down the stairs. <laughs> you know... To impress like that South guy. Yeah, all the all the characters are really good, but I think my favorite, if I had to just pick one, like it's Scooby Doo. Like the dog, he like makes the show. He's your like, favorite character, though. It's just not Scooby Doo without Scooby Doo. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's fair. Like you need the dog there. Do you? As like the central premise of the show. I just don't think you know enough about this to create these opinions. Why? Because. I went to Comic-Con last year, and I was on the Scooby... I wasn't on it, but I went to the Scooby-Doo panel. Okay. And they were talking all about this movie, and they were hyped about it, because they finally figured out how to shape the dog face so it looked like the cartoon Scooby. Wow. Um, I just feel like he just has too much hype around him. Like, rut row Raggedy. That's all he does. He, all he does is not say rut row. He, like, runs around with Shaggy. Yes, and then they always end up catching the villain. Him and Shaggy. By being scared. By being accident. (laughs) It's the best, like, system. Accidental find of the villain. Yes, and he also snacks a lot. They eat a lot of food. I didn't say which character you relate the most to. Okay, no. (laughs) This was a mistake. Ryan, come back. Retro.
Alright, let's see what's next. Okay, so Scoop's coming out on May 15th, so it's going to release directly to iTunes or something like that? I don't know. Why iTunes? You know, I don't know. It's what they thought was best. Does Apple own Scooby-Doo? Maybe. I don't think so. I I wouldn't be surprised. I I would be. Also, apparently, (laughs) this is the first installment in what they're hoping to be an expanded shared Hanna-Barbera cartoon universe. Excuse me. Back it up. Say that again. A this lot. is supposed to be the first movie and what they're hoping to build an expanded Hanna-Barbera cartoon What's universe. Hanna-Barbera? The company that made Scooby-Doo and they made oh. like Yogi Bear and Tom and Jerry and like all this other stuff. Oh, they're just making Flintstones. like Avengers level movies. Yeah, so like, <laughs> just wait. Like, so how long was between like Iron Man and uh, Endgame? Like 2008 to 2019, right? So like in 11 years, it's going to be like this giant like cinematic event where it's like Tom and Jerry and the Flintstones and the Scooby Doo gang all like coming together to battle the forces of evil. Like <laughs> on your left, Scoob. Rut Scoob Infinity Wars. Uh, this movie is directed by Tony Curvone. 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 C E R V O N E. I don't know how to pronounce Cervone. that. Cervone. Oh, how did I? How did I not get that? Um. This man has co-directed a lot of Tom and Jerry straight-to-video releases. So, right there, shared Hanna-Barbera universe. Wait, are they, all these characters in the same universe? Well, that's what they're going to do. This Scoob is the first installment. Tom and Jerry and yeah. Scooby in the same universe. Yes. That just sounds like a chaotic, <laughs> chaotic world to energy. live in. Um, this film stars Frank Welker, the voice of Scooby-Doo, Will Forte, Mark Wahlberg, Juno Rodriguez, Zac Efron, and Amanda Seyfried. I like all those people. Yeah? Yeah. Can you guess who plays who? Well, by the order, I think Frank uh-huh. probably is Scooby. I also just said that, but yes, that's oh, correct. I wasn't... You weren't li- listening? <laughs> I was half listening. This is a podcast. This like, all you have to do is listen. No, I just have to talk. They have to listen. Oh, okay. This is like my ideal. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have to listen to anything, but like, I just talk. The people that people. are listening to you like aren't. They're like even here. Off. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, bye. Um, Will Forte is clearly Shaggy. Yes. Um, Mark Wahlberg has to be Freddy. No, he's the like superhero guy. We'll get to that in a second. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. I remember from the the trailer I watched, which is weird. That you watched a trailer? Yeah, for this no, podcast. It's, it's oh, okay. I was like, Gina Rodriguez. One of the... Velma? Yeah, Gina Rodriguez is Velma. Woo! Zach Efron. The, okay. That's Fred. That's Fred. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to say Freddie Staffy. I love You can her. really hear it when she goes, uh, is the villain my dad? But and she doesn't she started, know which dad. And then she, she has three, three dads <laughs> to choose from. I have a dream. <laughs> Honey, honey, how are you through me? She doesn't know. My dad? Just like three guys pop up. Is the villain my dad or my other dad or my other dad? So, the basic plot of this movie, from what I understand, it's like, it's part origin story because there's definitely like how young Shabby, Shabby, (laughs) there's definitely how young Shaggy and young Scooby like met at the beach and then the police is like, I'm taking them to the dog pound. And then he's like, no, he's my dog, and his name's 
Scooby Dooby Doo, even though. Sh- but you have a problem with that. Yeah, Scooby's real name is Scoobert Doobert Doo. Not Sco- he was not named Scooby Dooby. He was named Scoobert Doobert, and Scooby Dooby is the shortening of that. This just sounds like I'm talking to a toddler. I'm just. It's important. <laughs> it's important to note the way in which these are retconning the original lore and canon of the Scooby Doo universe. Right? Apparently there's so many things off with it, like any storyline for Scooby-Doo. Why? They were talking about this on the panel I went to. Mm. They're just saying there's lots of inconsistencies and they just don't give a fuck at this point. Mm. Can I say that here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so just, this is a family podcast. You have to apologize though. After every time you swear, you have to issue a 30 oh, second apology. I'm so fucking sorry. Wait, do I have to apologize for my apology? Uh-huh. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, whatever. That I'll was just... as genuine as it gets. <laughs> it's okay, you just won't have forgiveness in your life. I stand by it. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's like this origin story, but then there's also like them as like grown ups or whatever. I don't know if you can ever really Aren't call they them teenagers? Grown-ups. I don't know what they are. I thought they were teenagers. I guess they're teenagers. But they're like kind of like they're Mystery Inc. now, right? Like they're kind of, they're like a team now. They're incorporated. Yeah. Within each other. (laughs) Each other's lives. Mm -hmm. That's what I should just call people. I'm assuming what that means when they say Mystery Inc. Because I don't know if they're actually an incorporation. incorporation. (laughs) Who knows? They just bought the name. (laughs) Um, Where like Shaggy and Scooby get like abducted, but it's like by a superhero. And then... The rest of the team. That they dressed up as when they were little. Oh, I didn't even catch yeah, that. Yeah, because they met on Halloween. That's important. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. You're so good at this. I'm the best. The so best, the rest number of the one. the team, Velma and Daphne and Fred, are like also trying to figure out what happened to Shaggy and Scooby by trying to like solve the mystery on like how they disappeared. Because they don't know I that think. they were Beam Me Up Scoob. Yeah. That should have been the name of the movie! Beam Me Up Scoob? Or that would have given away. Well, I mean, they give it away in the trailer. So Beam me up, how... Scoob. Maybe that's like copyright infringement for like Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> Sorry, we had to shut this podcast down. You can't mess. <laughs> oh no, George Takei is at my door. <laughs> what does George Takei say? What's that like catchphrase? Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I used to watch. Twitch. Well, he didn't say that. Do you Star like Star Trek? Trek? I liked it for a bit. Is My parents, like, like, binged it on Netflix. Is this, like, a Star Trek, like, reference? Like, Scoob? Like, are they, like, paying, a, like, Ooh, homage to it? No, they're not. Oh, okay. I don't really know. Because I've never seen Star <laughs> you Trek. You think there's, like, some embedded, like, Scooby-Doo franchise and Star Trek I don't just know. together? <laughs> Could be. The next movie. So, anyways, that's... That's about all I've got from this trailer, is like these kind of two plot lines of Shaggy meets Scooby, and then Shaggy and Scooby meet the rest of the gang as kids, and then as like teenagers or young adults or whatever, they're like trying to do this mystery thing where Shaggy and Scooby are abducted, and they're trying to find them. And there's like also this other villain that's controlling things, that's not the person that abducted Shaggy and Scooby. But I think the person that abducted Chappie and Scooby, which is like the superhero in their world, is also going to end up being a villain. I just have a feeling that that's going to happen. Oh, that's like 100% the plot point. Or the 
the friend. Hmm. What friend? The, like, lady that was there first that introduced oh. the guy. Because hmm. he was like, where are my balloons? Yeah. So there's, like, the superhero in the Shaggy and Scooby universe that is the one that ended up abducting Shaggy and Scooby, but we don't know why. And... Because they're super fans. Okay. I guess. They know the most But about I think they're the going to end up being evil. Scooper Dubert? No, oh, not the superhero. The superhero, yeah. Oh, uh, it was gonna be like a backwards, like. And maybe the goal was to separate Shaggy and Scooby from this the mystery gang because then they can't solve the clues. That that's a that's a possibility. Right, because Shaggy and Scooby are always the one that solve the solve the mystery on accident. And they're like, if we, Always if, if we separate them, then what's the, other the what's the percentage of them solving? I don't know. Episodes. I didn't like watch every Scooby Doo episode for this podcast. Well, then you didn't do your research right. I, in fact, did. <laughs> okay, and you have the ratios. <laughs> yeah, the ratio is. Show me the graph. <laughs> if you look at this graph right here. Oh my gosh, Veronica just pulled out a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, as you can see, this is Scoobert Dubert, or Scooby Dooby Doo. Okay. In this movie. And how many times does this he is the, the crime? This is the amount of villains he caught. Wow. That's a large number. 8,792. And this is the amount that he didn't catch. But the Six. Team did. <laughs> so, if you see <laughs> by this graph... I think that's a pretty good ratio. He is not, in fact... <laughs> I don't know the conclusion of what I'm making. <laughs> I'm just going off... <laughs> Uh, this is this PowerPoint was made for to make for you to make your own conclusion. Oh, I see. There's no in conclusion side. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. This data is inconclusive. Yeah, you know. Sometimes or incorporated, if you will. You know, my research professor in college always told me like sometimes if you do your research and the answer is like it turns out that with this data we we can't learn anything, then like that's just part of it. No, we learned something. We just don't know what we learned yet. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I learned that you're really good at making PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> and I learned I'm bad at explaining them after making them. Wow, so we did both learn something. Yay! Way to go. <laughs> We're the best. So, Veronica, are you going to be watching Scoob when it hits iTunes? I don't have iTunes, so probably not. The sad thing about this is I definitely, uh, not definitely, I most likely would have gone to see Scoob if it went into theaters. But with it coming to digital, I don't know if I'll ever like. Well, I'd watch it if it came out on like time to watch Netflix. It. If it was or like Hulu. on Netflix or streaming or something, I'd 100%. watch it. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like yes, it's more accessible to put it in the homes, but I feel like I'm less likely to purchase something to watch, like to rent it in my home or to like buy it on iTunes. But I am to like go buy a movie ticket. Yeah. You know. I want to see it though. Hopefully, I it's like too. gets to streaming soon. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know how we're going to, I want to see it. Maybe we'll get like a bum copy off of YouTube. Hmm, I like it. I like it. Don't tell the authorities. <laughs> woo woo! George Takei is back at our door. <laughs> oh my. I don't know why he's <laughs> Go away! Enforcing why do you keep laws. coming here? Jeez. George, go home. It's a pandemic. <laughs> You're in the at-risk age group. <laughs> there he goes. Bye. Bye, George. See you later. All right, Veronica, should we play the game that yes. we planned? Okay. Uh, I'm excited. That was pretty loud. Yes. No, you're grabbing your phone. <laughs> oh, I just got really excited. Slapped on it. All right, let me pull my 
notes up. Okay, I didn't make any notes. I'm doing this all off the top of my head. But here's how the game's going to work. As we know, there are five members of the Mystery Incorporated Are we gang. counting Scrappy? No. Scrappy's a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> Not when he was like a baby, though. I hate Scrappy, dude. Scrapper Dubert. Dabbert. Scrapper Dabbert, dude. <laughs> Um, so there's five members. Scooby, Shaggy, Velma, Daphne, Fred. Veronica and I are going to ask each other questions of, like, which Mr. Incorporated game would you most like to blank play football with? Okay, stop giving examples you don't know. Go to, take to the movies with? Stop! Eat popcorn Eat not- I'm hungry. Well, one of those just involved food. The rest were sports. Are you also feeling like you need to go No, outside? it's a movie, football, popcorn. I don't want to play football, but I, I do want to watch a movie and eat popcorn. Okay, we can do that later. Okay. And then we'll just have to answer which, which member of the Mystery Incorporated gang we'd most like to do that thing. And we'll also have to make the case for why that's our selection. <laughs> All right, Veronica. And if you have an argument against why you think, like, who would be best in that situation. Okay, I like it. Yeah? Yeah, you can ask me first. Right. My first one I think is very relevant Okay. to these days, these cer- uncertain times. Oh, these strange and uncertain times. <laughs> that everyone seems to be reminding me of when I turn on the radio and TV. <laughs> it's giving me more anxiety. Every corporate email. <laughs> every, for you in these strange and uncertain times. Every store I've been Don't to. Don't worry, even though you're stuck at home, you can still buy our shit. Now that I'm sort of starting to get emails about their processes of opening, oh. which is all the same. Yeah. Anyway, in these uncertain times... <laughs> Who would, which member of Mystery Incorporated would you rather be in quarantine with? Okay, the answer is definitely not Scooby or Shaggy because they eat and they eat all your food and they also like to fart a lot. And that was a plot point in the first live action Scooby Doo movie. Oh yeah, they had like the whole like farting scene. Are you challenging me? So Those armpit farts. I thought they were real farts. At the end, they like ended with a fart, I thought. Wait, no. It was real farts. Is it real farts? It's real farts. Oh, wow. Yeah, so no. I mean, that's awfully, like, a lot of muscle control down there. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with Fred. He just seems like the most level-headed. Ew! Reasonable. Ew. Like. I disagree. Quarantine partner. Really? Velma would be too busy looking up all the, like, facts and data about the virus. She would scare me. Daphne would be protesting for them to open the salons. No, she would not. That's a total mischaracterization of her. Okay, you think so? You think Daphne? I think Daphne. Why? Well, she seems like a good old pal. She can teach me karate. That's all. That's really all, the only okay. thing. If you could teach me karate, I'd rather. Okay. Yeah, I guess Fred also is supposed to be like he's self-absorbed, boring. So maybe yeah, he be like he's the one that's looking in the mirror all the time. Okay, I think you're right then. Daphne's a good choice. She's smart. But I also want a dog, so maybe I just go with Scooby for that, because I want a dog. Just I like, want a dog. I just have to just buy lots of groceries. Yeah. Imagine how much bread they go through. They put like a whole loaf of bread I on I love sandwich. sandwiches. Which is like, of all the food to love, you know? Why a sandwich? Why not soup? That's like, just as weird as liking sandwiches. I disagree. <laughs> Vote below. Sandwiches. <laughs> or the combination at Olive Garden. <laughs> Ooh. 
Wait, they don't have sandwiches all the time. I don't know. <laughs> Just chose a random family. <laughs> <laughs> when you're here, you're family. All right, Veronica. Super salad. My question to you is, which member of the Mystery Incorporated gang would you rather go clerbing with? Okay, my answer consistently is going to be Daphne. Yeah, is Daphne just your favorite? I'm a stan. You're unproblematic about Stan Daphne. What's her last name? Finkel or something like that? I don't know. Daphne Jean Kilsteins. That sounds more like Velma and doesn't even think <laughs> that's Velma Velma's Dink- last name. It's Velma Dinkley. Hold on, I'm looking it up. What's Daphne it? Blake. Miss Blake. I love Remember that. Remember her? She's like fancy. Like She has, like, she has money. Money. She She's a one percenter. Eat the rich. Eat Daphne Blank. (laughs) But yes, Daphne is what I... Okay, all right, fine. Wait, what was the question? (laughs) Go to the club with. Oh, um... I think Velma's a close second. Honestly, I think Fred. Hmm. Because, like, self-absorbed people are fun to go clubbing it's with. It's definitely not shy you. <laughs> but, but Daphne can get you in the front of all the lines. She'll yes. get let in first. Yes. For free. Amazing. Get drinks paid for. Wow. The well, power of fenomen- fe- feminine feminines. <laughs> the power of feminine energy. I love it. My it's question. <laughs> um, which member of Mystery Incorporated, would you want to name your firstborn child? Can I say something? What? Don't choose Velma. I don't want to It's name... going to be like 100% what happened to <laughs> the Tesla guy, Elon Musk. Oh my gosh. happened to his kid. That's what Velma's going to do. That's how Elon Musk's son talks. Someone on TikTok said that it was pronounced Kyle. It's not, though. I know. Did you see? But he, like, explained it, and I was like, wow, he really named his kid Kyle. It's X-Ash Archangel. Doesn't make Do any you, sense. Did you see his explanation? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can't do I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like it. Also, apparently, it's not allowed because of California law yeah. or something like that. So. Well, he could easily get around that with the better money things. Okay. I just don't, like, what's he gonna do with his driver's license? Like. He's gonna go by Ash. Go by Ash, I guess? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Times be crazy. Anyways, I think I'd rather name my firstborn child. No, you're not naming them. Oh. Who would you trust to name them? Oh. <laughs> I, you know what I would answer? It's Daphne. 100%! It's Daphne! I'm telling you, Daphne's the best Scooby-Doo character. The underrated fave here. Wow. I put a lot of time Although I do feel like Daphne could be like the one where she's like, you know that white woman where she has like all the names? (laughs) Yeah. Kaylee McCarty. That's true. I think that's very true. Yeah. But it also could be like, I think actually Velma might be. A good one? Good. Or Fred. Because it'd be like a strong, like, if you got a, had a... The thing is, Fred would only name it if it was a boy. Fred would just name it Fred. <laughs> <laughs> no matter the gender. Can we also talk about how amazing it is that Fred in the live-action Scooby-Doo movies was played by Freddie Prince Jr.? I mean, we could talk about it. That's cool. Okay. Alright, my question now. 
Wait, do you have another argument on the naming your firstborn child? No, I think Daphne for sure. Yeah, okay. Which... Well, but if you did Scooby, they would all be our names. <laughs> <laughs> They'd all start with R. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a... <laughs> red word. Red word. <laughs> Roxanne. That's already starting with an R. Alright, do you have a question? Yes, I do. Which member of the Mystery Corporate Gang would you rather be stuck in a zombie apocalypse with? Daphne. Why? She knows karate. It's Velma! Karate! Why is it Velma? Karate is not a good tool for a zombie apocalypse because it's hand-to-hand combat. You need the brains. You need the logistical... Daphne is smart too, It's but that's, uh, that's a plot point too, I thought. Well, yes, but I'm saying... Just because you're not like a brain surgeon like Velma. Out of what apocalypse movie does, like, the genius survive the whole time? No, it's always the survivor. You know who's the most... Like, she's not a damsel in distress. It's Daphne. It's it's Daphne. I guess... Yeah, it's not Scooby. The dog always dies. Shaggy could be, like, the underrated... Shaggy could be the underrated guy. The dog, like... Survivalist. I think that's true. He even looks and like, like he lived through it. He's motivated by rage after the zombies get the Scooby. <laughs> Revenge. He just just like <laughs> he like comes out with like two tigers <laughs> on this like motorbike. <laughs> I like, love it. <laughs> yeah. This is I for Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for you. George, get out of here! <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh, my it's turn. It's your turn. <laughs> Did you have. It's definitely. Yeah. It's either Daphne or Shaggy. Yeah. Um, Alright, my last question. Alright. Which member of Mystery Incorporated would you want to have as your improv partner? Ooh, this is good. I think it's I think it's Velma. Smart people are always funny, and I just feel like Velma has like the wit to like be able to track like prop stuff. But also Daphne, I mean that one liner is the one my she's dad. A, like, she's a one liner. She's a sharp queen. one. I'm gonna say Scooby Doo. Well, you heard it here first. Daphne is the unproblematic fave. I'm telling you, I stated at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> the data. Not Look at this wrong. PowerPoint I made for Daphne. Just now, Veronica's been working on a PowerPoint presentation this whole time. Can you see this line graph? And it's clear that Daphne is the best member of Mystery Incorporated. Thank you. And also serves delicious Greek food. This episode of it's sponsored by Daphne's, Daphne's Greek. <laughs> I wish. I want Greek Sounds food. good. I'm hungry. Wow. Oh, okay. I need to do one more. Yeah. I've got to do one more so we can wrap up the game. Which member of Mr. Incorporated would you rather host a podcast with? Daphne. <laughs> wow. A shocker. Just <laughs> bringing it close with some surprises. Why? She, she, I feel like she's all around knowledgeable. Yeah. About and I want to hear her opinions because I feel like she's a person where it's like, so what do we need more? I don't agree with all white of her people opinions. on podcasts. Well, we do need more women on podcasts. And it's not my fault that Scooby-Doo got made when it was like all the cartoon characters were white or animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I truly think Daphne would have interesting opinions and perspectives on the world. And even though I wouldn't agree with all of them, I would want to hear what they are. I think she's a good podcast co-host. Why are we high-fiving again? Because we agreed on something. Yes. High five for me being right. Well, it's not. It's you not said Scooby Doo was thing. the best Scooby Doo character. Okay, that's different. Just because. Daffy I'm sorry, Daffy is just better at all these things, Daffy. but Scooby Doo, the dog no, that no. would die no, in the no, 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 Listen! <laughs> just because Daphne, you would want to like meet her and do more things with her in real life, does not mean that in the context of the show, she's the best character, because the premise of the show relies on the existence of Scooby Doober. I think that's wrong and flawed. I disagree. Justice for Daphne. I disagree. Justice for Daphne. Okay. You know, yeah, all these white women are oppressed, so. White women are, so. I think, I think Daphne's doing just fine. Okay, Miss Blake. Where has, where has Fred been this whole time? Like, right now? Yeah, Fred's just bored. Where is he at? Where'd he go? Fred, do more things. Be, be more useful. Be better. Yeah, come on. Just be better. Wearing an ascot around like he doesn't even care. Whatever. Why are you even wearing an ascot? Exactly. Sweaty in that thing. Exactly. Is that the point you were trying to make? <laughs> I don't know what point I was making. <laughs> well, I for one am excited to see Scoob as soon as it's in theaters or free to watch on my TV. I agree. All right. Can't wait for Scoob. Go Scoob. Wait, we haven't been saying it right. Scoob. 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 Scooby. Scoob! Scoob. Scoob. And now over to Ryan. And his special guest. Who, may I reiterate, a thousand percent better looking than me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ten percent funnier than me. I agree. Twenty percent more grammar. Mm-hmm. And... This is where you put in what the next thing is. No, that means you have to say something. I didn't have another thing to say. Okay, over to you, Ryan. Wow, thanks, Tyler and Veronica, so much for telling me all about Scoob. I'm so excited. Me, Ryan Toon, the other co-host of this podcast during regular life, but we're living quarantine life. So I, I don't know what Tyler's half was like at all. It might have been a train wreck. It might have been... The best thing ever, and we need to replace me with Veronica as co-host. But, you know, if that is what it is, life goes on. Well, I'm here today with a very special guest. You know him as the man who gives you bulletins outside of church. I know him as my father. Everyone, please welcome Steve Toon. Well, hello there, Ryan, and thank you for uh, allowing me this wonderful in a lifetime experience yes it is truly once in a lifetime um did you know i that... didn't say once i said wonderful oh well that yes. didn't mean that it was only once come on now well we never know we have to see how this goes first okay so um just a fun fact for all the listeners out there um you are you have the honor of you're not our first guest um, and you're not our first female guest. That was Veronica. First guest was Ian, the accountant. But 
you are the only person who's appeared on this podcast that is older than me. I thought Tyler was older than you. No, I'm older than Tyler. Fun fact, you can update our wiki. <laughs> right. Yes. So today, um, oh, before we get into any trailers or preview reviewing, preview reviewing um, I just have to ask you a, a teensy little question. You know, since you're a new guest, people may not know you. They they want to know what are your qualifications? Why are you on this movie podcast? Can you tell us a little bit about your personal movie history? Or like history as a movie lover? Well, my name is Steve Toon. I'm Ryan's dad. We already covered both of those things, but thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak my own speak. Yes, speak your speak. Okay, so... My very first movie was a drive-in movie, and it was Disney's The Apple Dumpling Gang, which was a double feature with Treasure of Matacumbe, both of which you can find on Disney+. Plus. Wait, it wasn't The Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again? No, it was the original Apple Dumpling Gang. I've only seen The Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again, and I don't remember any of it. Grandpa used to have a DVD that I watched, but I don't remember what it's like, and I think we sold the DVD. It's on Disney+. Plus. Hint, you can watch it. The sequel or the original? Both. Which one's better? The original. Why? Because I just liked it better. What about Makumbe? What's that all about? Ooh, that's like, you remember uh, Uh-Oh Jungle from the, what <laughs> yes. was that? Danger Island. Danger a segment Island, yeah. on the Banana Splits television show from your childhood that I watched on Boomerang because it was pretty fun. Okay. Well, it's kind of a movie version of that, only not as good. It's worse than that. It was Danger Island is not good television, but it's fun. This is just kind of okay. Okay, so your first experience with movies was at a drive-in. Was Disney movies? Your first experience was at a drive-in, and it was Disney movies. Or both this of was them. Your first experience them. with Disney movies. Both of them. It was my first movie experience, unless you count seeing Winnie the Pooh at Disneyland, which Wait, was you technically saw the film in a at Disneyland. Yeah, they used to have a theater. I think it's over by where Pinocchio is now. And then they got rid of the theater and they put in Pinocchio. So wait, the the movie, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from the 70s? Yeah. Ooh, so I, I would count that. But it's a short. It's only like 20 minutes or something oh, like so that. Oh, so you only saw one segment right, of it. Right, right. The movie is actually composed of many shorts. Right, no, you only saw one of the segments. And I don't remember which one, although I do fondly remember Tut Tut, It Looks Like Rain. Oh, that's probably the one you saw then. If probably. If you fondly remember it. Okay, so um, that is your earliest experience. So why didn't I come to you back then? Why am I coming to you now? You've grown since then, right? Well... Mostly, I like stuff that comes from Disney. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucas, you know, 20th Century Fox. Oops, sorry, just 20th Century now, because we lost the fox. Yes, we lost the fox. Um, So those that's what you like and enjoy. What is a typical day, at, if you were going to the movies, how would it look? What, what would you do? I would get out of the car. Nice. And walk into the theater. Nice. These are good first steps. And show them my movie pass with AMC. Oh, the AMC A list, not movie pass. Right. Movie pass died. We hate movie pass. It well, it's not even around to hate. It's we just hate gone. the memory of it. <laughs> okay, fine. And then I would probably go on to the theater. 
Well, if you showed them your A-list, you're probably in the theater already, right? To the actual place oh, the... where they um, show the movie. Oh, you're skipping concessions altogether? Most of the time. Sometimes I get something if I have enough rewards for $5 off. Mm, you wouldn't even get a drink or anything? Maybe, maybe not. And if I got a drink with my $5, I definitely would be getting a Coca-Cola Icy. Oh, a Coke Icy is your beverage of choice in the theater? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Although I do like Diet Coke too, so you know, it's kind of a toss-up. It's just kind of how you feel that day. Hmm. Would you be stopping at McGuffin's, the in-theater bar at all? I've probably had the total of maybe two bottles of wine in my entire life if you took all of the alcohol I put together and put it into two, you probably fit into two bottles. So no, I wouldn't be going to MacGuffins. Wow. You might also be the guest on our podcast that has consumed the least amount of alcohol. Uh, what are you telling me? I'm not a guest. Oh. But also, I'm pretty sure I've drinking more alcohol in my life than you have. And I'm less than half your age. Well, that's just sad. Well, it's not sad. We just live different lives. <laughs> Anyway, so you would be sitting in a theater, and it would probably be something that is owned by the Mouse Gang. Although I do like other movies, too. I love Paramount movies. The Mission Impossible franchise is great. Mm. The uh, Star Trek. Love, love Star Trek. Um, Warner Brothers has some pretty good stuff. Universal has some pretty good stuff. Jurassic World, Jurassic Park movies are great. The Fast and Furious movies are fun. We've seen two Fast and Furious movies. And, and one... they were fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Me and my dad have only seen the first Fast and Furious movie because it was on Hulu. And we went and saw Hobbs and Shaw in the theater. We saw the second. Oh, that was Mission Impossible. Yeah, we watched Mission Impossible 2 the other night. It, it doesn't hold up, but it's still a fun watch. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> um, so... Which one is more fun, Dad? The Fast and Furious, the original, or Hobbs and Shaw? Well, Hobbs and Shaw, because that was more action. That I like that better. Um, what else? Oh, the Harry Potter movies I really enjoy also. Although that's not Universal. And I love the Universal monster movies. Did you like Tom Cruise's The Mummy? No. Did you like Jet Li's The Mummy? Don't remember it. Did you like Brandon Fraser's The Second Mummy, the one with Mr. Johnson, Dwayne himself? Of course. I always love movies that are fun with Mr. Johnson. Yes, fun times with Mr. Johnson. All right. I think that's enough. You all know who my dad is now. You know he loves Disney movies. You know he has extensive knowledge of the past Disney parks. You also know he has seen two Fast and Furious movies. I think that's enough information. Let's get into it. Today's trailer is... Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. We're talking about this movie today because it was supposed to come out in theaters, but then something happened called coronavirus. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a pretty big deal. Um, we now have the glorious opportunity of viewing this spectacular film that was made for the big screen on your phone on Disney+. Plus. I don't think you told us who's in it yet. No, we haven't talked about that yet. But I was just letting the viewer know, or the listener know, that um, this is part of like quarantine uh, movie viewing through Disney+. Plus. You don't have to pay anything extra for it, like Trolls or Scoob. It's free to all Disney Plus subscribers. Um, and it'll be streaming on Disney Plus on June 12th. 
the day before my birthday. Oh yeah, hint, hint. If you're listening, my dad's birthday comes is one day after the Artemis Fowl release date of June twelfth. You can um send us in fan art of my dad Steve at a happy birthday party that isn't during quarantine because that would be sad. What do you want for your birthday, Dad? I want to go to a movie and out to dinner. Like we can go watch a movie on Disney Plus and order chilies to go. Yeah, that's all there is. <laughs> okay. Um, Artemis Fowl is directed by Kenneth Branagh, um, who's done a lot of things in the past. Most recently, he's done the Murder on the Orient Express remake, the Cinderella remake. He directed the first Thor. Boo. You didn't, the first Thor's good. Nah. You don't like the first boring. Thor? I like the first Thor. <laughs> okay. Finding out more things about my dad. He doesn't like Thor. Thor didn't get great until third Thor. And then it was fantastic. And he was great in Avengers. But Or Endgame. Just Endgame? He wasn't good in uh, Avengers no, he was 3, good. 2, or 1? He was good when he was with other people. He's I, with other people in the first Thor. He has the Warriors 3 and Lady Sif. Yeah, but they were more interesting than he was. Really? Name one of the Warriors 3. Lady Sif. No, she's not. She's a separate person. She doesn't get to be a Warrior 3. Well, there's the guy from Chuck. He's not in the first Thor. Oh, he was recast. He got recast for the second Thor and then killed in the third Thor. Right. Immediately. Yeah. They all died. Sad. Anyway, Kenneth Branagh only did the first Thor. He didn't come back for any of the other ones. Um, This movie stars Ferdia Shaw and Laura McDonald, or Donald, who are basically no-name kid actors that this is their first big break. Josh Gad, Nonso Azoni, Colin Farrell, and Judy Dench. Um, so do you think they'll sing Do You Want to Be a Snowman? No, but I do think they're going to have at least six numbers from Cats since Judy Dench is in this movie. Maybe they'll sing Do You Want to Be a Wizard? I don't know. Is this movie about wizards? Well, it tries to look like it's a follow-on thing to Harry Potter that happens in current time zone. As where Harry Potter kind of happens in this alternate current time zone. Okay, we're getting into the thick of it. So here we go. This movie looks like it's about Artemis Fowl, who's a young kid, whose dad is a super, like, criminal. But he steals for good, so he's like Robin Hood. Um, He steals, like, artifacts that are magical that could endanger the world or something, is what I'm getting. But then his dad gets kidnapped, so he has to build his own, like... Ocean's Eleven crew that includes Josh Gad and some fairy girl to go save his dad. So basically, Josh Gad looks like Hagrid. Oh yeah, because he's like a troll little thing. He does it, have no, a lot he's of a, beard. He's a dwarf. Giant oh yeah, he's or a something. giant dwarf, is what they say. Sorry, didn't mean to step on any mythical toes. And then it stars this fairy, which is the smart one, which is the Hermione. So you've already got Ron, Harry, and Hermione in this. Oh, I thought you said he was Hagrid. Well, yeah, he's Hagrid. Sorry. But it's still that same trio of characters. Okay. Um, and then Colin Farrell is the dad, and Judy Dench is also there. Do you think she's the villain? She's not much in the trailer, but she's a big name. What do you think? Well, she's probably McGonagall. Oh, I Just didn't a wise she... person, whereas Colin Farrell is probably the Dumbledore, the actual father. Interesting. Dumbledore is not Harry Potter's father. <laughs> no, but he's his kind of surrogate father. Much okay. better than Mr. Dursley. Come on. That's his uncle. Yeah. I think his surrogate father is the one who shows him all the magical stuff in the lair, Nanoazani. Um, he was in Game of Thrones for a little bit. Um, yeah, because his real father is 
against James Potter is Colin Farrell in this. He's kind of a bad boy because he steals things, but he has a good heart because he steals things for the right reason. So I could see the parallels. Yep. So I looked on Wikipedia, the source for all knowledge. Our favorite website. And this is written by, I believe it said, an Irish writer as opposed to an English writer, J.K. Rowland. Wait, the book or the screenplay of the movie? The books. Oh, this is a series of children's books like Harry Potter. Yes, but I've also seen it advertised as YA, which I think is not at all correct. I would definitely say it's child fantasy, just like Harry Potter. Okay. And it's a series of eight books, so it one-upped Harry Potter's seven books. But there's eight movies in Harry Potter. Well, and then there's also that silly play... Oh, yeah, that Cursed so, Child. Yeah, it was so not technically, great. I guess there's eight and eight. Well, I, you could also say the two supplementary books for Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and Quidditch Through the Ages. Oh, and not to mention Tales of Beetle the Bard. So that's uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven books for Harry Potter. In that world. But I think with Harry Potter, there's just the eight. Hmm. Okay. So... What else? Do you know anything else about these books? Because I didn't do any research. It sounds like you at least looked at the Wikipedia page. Yes. Well, I told you who, who they're written. So, some Irish person. The So it's a United Kingdom type of author. Okay. And it's a series of books, fantasy literature for children. Yeah. What does this sound like? Again, Harry Potter. So it's a Harry Potter wannabe. It also kind of looked like... Um, Kingsman for kids. I think I could agree with that. Because he gets to wear a fancy suit and he gets to go see all the cool weapons he can use. And then he fights the monsters. The only thing I seem to be missing to make it like Kingsman or Harry Potter, it doesn't seem like there's really a council or a leadership role. It's just like this family business where we try to keep the evil magical creatures away from the rest of the world and we just kind of do it Mm -hmm. on our own. There's no... Knights of the Round Table, there's no... Jedi uh, Council. There's no Jedi Council, there's no... What is it in Harry Potter? The Ministry of Magic. Oh, the Ministry, yeah. Yeah, so none of those senior leadership, which I think is kind of uh, missing. I think you need something to guide them to make it more than just one person against the whole world, although we've seen several movies like that. so. So what I've come to realize through our conversation is... This movie looks like a lot of things we've already seen done well. But, does that mean we're not excited for this movie? What do you think, Dad? Are you excited for Artemis Fowl? Well, the special effects looks great, and I was always kind of interested in the books when they first came out, although I'd never read the books. I think I actually bought you the first book, and I don't think you ever read it. No, I didn't read that book because... I don't know what happened. I think I was so young, Mom wanted to read it first, but then I don't think she ever read it and gave it back to me. So I'm going to blame mom. <laughs> That's nice. It's okay. She's so behind on our podcast, she won't hear this until after COVID time. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie looks like it could be a fun adventure. If it was in theaters and I had an A-list and there was nothing else out, I would go see it. Um... If there are better things out that I hadn't seen already, I might have to skip it. It's not a must-see for me. What do you think? Well, yeah, I want to see it. I wanted to see it for a long time. Um, I am concerned that it moved and moved, so this was not the first move. No, it's moved all over the place. This movie's had, like, 
three different release dates, and now it's going to Disney Plus. So not a good sign. So I am concerned when a movie moves like that. Um, Kenneth Branagh sometimes he does great, sometimes he does meh. So that's not the big draw. I like Kenneth Branagh's movies. Cinderella is one of the best Disney live action remakes. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm also worried about. My understanding was that Disney was expecting this to be their next big franchise. They have Marvel franchise, they have Star Wars franchise, they have Pixar's that have several different instantiations. But basically when you're just under the Walt Disney Pictures Lego, there's uh, really not much of a franchise. There was Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's kind of died. And most of what they do now is just remakes of their animated movies. So I'm concerned that they didn't think enough about this to keep it in the theater. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't bode well. It, I don't know if they have faith in this movie. It might have... I, I don't know. This looks like a movie that Disney's been making recently where it's like some fantastical movie, comes out in theaters, and no one cares about it, and it bombs just like The Nutcracker in the Four Realms or something like that. Or how can we forget A Wrinkle in Time? I didn't see it. People say it's not good. It didn't make a lot of money. But this does look like a fun afternoon for families if you have Disney Plus and you have kids in the house that are bored. It could also be a franchise. I mean, High School Musical started out on TV and made several TV things, then it jumped to the big screen, and now it's back over again to Disney Plus. So it is possible. They have a lot of source material. Like I said, there were eight books. So I'm sure Disney is hoping that it works out. But I'm concerned that they threw it over to Disney+. Plus. You know, some of their other movies, they just extended and are still putting them out in the theaters. Like, uh, like Jungle Mulan. Book, Mulan. Um, Black Widow. All of the Marvel movies just switched to the next scheduled date for a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. So when you throw it away like that, I'm concerned. I don't know. I think they knew they had a movie that was going to get middling reviews and not much box office return. But I think... They think they can make something out of it by throwing it on Disney+. Plus. Maybe more people will come and watch or like subscribe to the service because of it. I don't know. Disney's got magic marketing powers, you know. And they also need to keep putting new content out on Disney+. Plus. So that may have played into their decision for this. That's true. So it looks like um, I'm. Uh, it's okay to skip it, but if you want to watch it, it'll be fun. And it looks like you're thinking... It'll be fun to watch it, and I'd rather not skip it. I agree. Okay. Well, this has been the preview review section of this part of the podcast. And now, as any avid listener of our podcast knows, this podcast is not complete unless we play a game of some sort. So today, I thought, since this movie's releasing on Disney+, Plus, Dad, it would be really fun to play with you a game about Disney+. Plus. Treasure of Matakume! Yes, it, it is on Disney Plus and Dad is advocating for it. So I also wanted to play and you wanted to play. So we both could not be involved in making this game because all our games are trivia based. So we had to bring in a third party to make the game. We went to a very special party uh, planning game store and we ordered it online because coronavirus, you're not allowed to go anywhere. And then they delivered this to our house and this game came with its own presenter, but don't worry, because this presenter has also been quarantined with us in the same house, and we're all safe. Everyone, please welcome the game's presenter, 
Becca Toon, my sister. Yay! Hello! So for this game, I will be reading the synopsis from Disney Plus, and Ryan and Steve will have to guess what the title of the movie is. Have you ever been called Steve by your daughter before? I was going to say, I am dad to you, right? (laughs) Okay, Becca, we're ready to play the game. (laughs) Waiting, waiting, waiting. So, first movie. I'm handing out the names of the characters because that will give it away. Okay, so basically what you're going to do is read a synopsis of a movie that's streaming on Disney+, and then um, Dad and I will raise our hands and you'll call on us, whoever raised their hand first, right? And then uh, if we get the movie right, we get the point. And if we don't, the other person has the opportunity to steal. Yes. So you're going to give us a synopsis edited by you to not spoil the movie. Exactly. Cool. You ready, Dad? Do you understand the rules? I get it. Cool. Do you prefer being called Dad or Steve? Because this will be integral in how Becca calls on us. I'm your dad. Okay, I will be calling him dad from now on. Okay, Steve equals dad. If that's hard for you to follow, I'm sorry. You should probably do some more internet learning because you can only learn on the internet in COVID time. Okay, so two classic animated features. The story of Bongo, a circus bear who wants nothing. I know, I know. It's fun and fancy free. Yes, correct. I thought you said you were editing out the names of the main characters. Bongo is the main character. I edit out Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, and Jiminy Cricket, star in the anim- two animated features. Oh, uh, Bongo is the main character of the Bongo short. That's one point for me. Alright, movie two. To prove his ancestors' innocence and find the lost city of gold, Ben Gates and his team's dad. National treasure! No. Oh, I'm going to steal. Yes. National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. Yes. Yeah. Does it really say National Treasure 2, or is it just National Treasure, it's colon, National Book Treasure of Secrets? National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. So I knew it. The number in it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm at two. All right. Movie number three. A security guard's dreams come true after a near-fatal encounter with the evil Dr. Claw. He is transformed into a cyberactic police officer, Ryan. Inspector Gadget. Yes, that is correct. Movie number four. A woolly mammoth loner with a tragic past joins it. Yes. Ice Age. Yes, that is correct. Ooh, Ice Age. That one has the baby. Technically not a Disney movie. It's now owned by Disney, but it wasn't. It's on Disney Plus. That's all we care about. Yep, that that was the only criteria. And it's not 20th Century Fox. The fox ran away. Missing the fox. All right. Number five. We don't care about that. Just go. We want to play. The story of England's legendary hero is retold in Disney's animated classic. Ryan. The Sword in the Stone. No. Peter Pan. No. What? We both got it wrong? The story of England's classic hero. Oh, I think I know. I'm going to try Mary again. Mary Poppins. No, you it's have not your turn. You have to be called on. Go back to school. Ryan. The Great Mouse Detective. No. How many English characters do they tell stories about? I don't know. Yes, Dad. Mary Poppins. No, that is not I'm going to try again. It is kind of animated. Kind of, but not full. Oliver and Company. It's Oliver Twist. <laughs> no. How many freaking English... Oliver's not a hero, really. I don't He's know. He's a main hero. character. Okay. Classic English... Oh, Winnie the Pooh. No. Oh. Would you like a hint? I guess. I guess need that's one. an option. All right. Would you like the release date or a hint about the film? You a hint choose. about the film. All right. 
The hero's goal is to outfox the villains and bring happiness to the residents of Sherwood Forest. I know now. Yes. It's Robin Hood. It is. Did we say that? No. no. I guess we just thought it. I guess, I guess you just thought it. I guess you just thought it. <laughs> All right, and our final movie. Blank has a hilarious cross-country road trip in store for his teenage... Yes? Goofy movie! That is not the full title, but a you are A goofy close. movie? Yes! Oh, wow. I was thinking college road trip. With Raven Simone and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> They're not animated. She didn't say I didn't animated. Say that one was animated. You gotta listen. You know, I have hearing trouble, right? This podcast is now advocating for everyone with a hearing disability. We have brought on our own person that has hearing trouble. We stand with you. Can we sit? Sure. This podcast is now standing and sitting with all differently abled people. If you can't stand, we'll sit with you. If you can't hear, we'll sit silently with you. Or stand, your preference. But if you can't hear or stand, we'll sit. I think that part will be edited out. No, it won't. Leave it in, Tyler. You better. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for orchestrating the game. Becca, can you please tell us who won? Ryan won with 900 points. Whoa, there I were was points? not keeping score. How many points did Dad have? Dad got 300 points. Oh, that's not bad. You only slaughtered me by... Three times as much. Yeah, these points don't matter. It's all made up. Okay, well, thank you, Becca, and thank you, Dad, um, for joining me on Quarantine Edition of Preview Review. Um, would you guys like to plug anything? Where can people reach you? Exiting through the gift shop. Preview, preview, review. That is plugging preview, this podcast right now. Preview, review. Becca, anything to plug? Um, you can follow me on Instagram if you want. Becca Tune Books. Cool. And, um, Becca, I think this will be the first time you've ever plugged that, so expect to get millions of extra followers because this podcast is immensely popular. And I'm Ryan. You can follow Preview Review on Twitter and Instagram at Preview Review. Um, there's no winner for who, what movie we liked best or what trailer we liked best because, um, a little peek behind the curtains... I didn't watch any trailers for Scoob, and I don't know if Tyler watched any trailers for Artemis Fowl. We split this up equally, but I don't think we did the other person's work because that wouldn't make sense. Anyway, thanks for loving and supporting us during COVID-19 time. Stay safe and wear a mask. Bye! Bye! Bye.